I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Now that's why I want this part of the show to belong to Mickey, because the story of Mickey is truthfully the real beginning of Disneyland. Galloping Gauchos to Geek Salad episode 176, Goofy's How to Host a Podcast. Gorsh. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. And we are sadly missing Catherine today. She had to tap out. Uh, she is probably coming down with yet another cold. Feel better, Catherine. Yeah, we hope yes, you feel better. Oh, this would have been a great one for her, too. Yeah. Uh, she's such... I mean, these are just kind of up her alley in terms of characters... Not as much as the Muppets, but right. then again, what is? <laughs> so uh, this week we are going to be discussing um, our thoughts on the Disney animated classic characters. So the really shorts. No one, the shorts, pretty much, yes. Uh, not characters that originated in movies. These are the ones that kind of sprung from Walt's head and made it into well over 170 some odd shorts. Oh, oh probably God, more than that at this point. That, yeah. yeah, I know. It's just... So very many characters that have just been so entrenched in our minds that you'd think that they were around forever. And as I found out through this uh, great video series, The Evolution of Disney. Oh, yeah. By, uh, by uh, Dave Lee. Um, Dave Down a, Under. A Dave Down Under. Yeah. So it's great listening to him with his um, fun Aus- Australian, Australian accent. accent. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's talking about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> in 1929, Mickey Mouse came out. Um, and Donald Duck. Yeah. Donald didn't wear his, his signature blue shirt in this one. Um, but there's just there's a lot there. And I didn't realize that the space in between a lot of their... Um, the characters between their last theatrical short and the next time that they were shown, which was literally like 30 years later yeah. in Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mm. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, if you think about it, the, once the shorts weren't being played on... Right. On, at, the, at the cinema anymore... There were so many other avenues that we were watching them from. We were watching uh, Wonderful Magic, World of Disney. Wonderful and... World of Disney uh, every Sunday night. They'd always show a couple of shorts. Um, mm. You know, and then when Disney Channel came out, oh yeah, they had this entire library that because they needed to fill up airtime. They didn't yeah. have any original programming, so they had this just library. And I just it's just repeat, repeat, repeat. This insane library of stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I remember seeing a lot of these shorts on. I remember seeing a lot of them on HBO. I, I the first my first exposure was was uh, the Disney Channel. Right, right. I just remember on HBO they would have a, a series of them, kind of in between. You know, they set aside a two hour block for a movie. The movie's an hour thirty five, mm-hmm. and they would just you know twenty five minutes worth of coming attractions and Disney shorts. Yeah, I and mean, this is like super early eighties. This is before really anybody had uh, HBO or cable or anything. Yeah, you I, had a push button box. <laughs> I probably learned uh, watching first in um, um, Magical World of Disney. Yeah, and there's so many great shorts too. And I mean, one of one of my many spirit animals actually is Black and White Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I love. I mean, I have the uh, uh, which one? Because there are. There, it's like there's different itinerations. See, it, yeah, 
My favorite Mickey Mouse is full-eyed Mickey Mouse. Full-eyed Mickey Mouse? Yeah. So, like, the Fantasia one. Yeah. yeah. Post-Fantasia Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Hmm. Um, of course, you did this as soon as I put something in my mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but, I mean, you had the, the, the first itineration, which was... Steamboat. Uh, uh, no, no, um... Uh, uh, Plain Crazy. Plain Crazy, yes. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting about Plain Crazy. That, yeah. Plain Crazy was the first animated Mickey Mouse short. However, it was the fourth released. Because it couldn't find distribution? Because nobody was like, cartoons? No. No, we're not doing that. No. So that's how Steamboat, uh, Steamboat Willie got, yeah. the, uh, got the Duke there. I think... I think it was the inverse. I think it was the fourth one produced yeah. and the first one shown. Yeah, it was. It went Plain Crazy, Galloping Gauchos... Uh, oh, there's one in between. Yeah, a, a barn was it? Barn? Oh, the barn, uh, not the, bar- the barnstormers. The, barn, the, the barn dance. The barn dance. Yeah. Yeah. And then Steamboat Willie, right. and um, obviously it's funny too when you look at it. Steamboat Willie is the most polished of the four. Yeah. I mean, they finally kind of got me um, the idea for the animation. Yeah. He looks smoother. They didn't change him halfway through. I think in Galloping Gauchos, yeah, yeah, they actually gave him gloves at one point, like halfway through. I don't think he had gloves, but he had. He, they gave him like a different, like, like the eyes with the white, as opposed yeah. to just the black eyes. Mm. And yeah, so it's like the first couple of frames, first couple of scenes, it's just the old style, and then as soon as he starts like uh, being faced, like facing off against Pete, he's the new style, right? Now, this is also interesting, too, because we're actually in the middle of the 90th anniversary yes. of the release of Steamboat Willie. It goes on until, like, December of um, this year. Yeah, Disney's Disney's anniversaries are usually about a year, a year, a year to a year and a half long. Right, exactly. Sometimes that's, longer. Yeah, that's why in when I go to Disney for my 50th birthday, it will, it will still be the 50th anniversary, even though it opened in 71. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. I'm definitely going to the. 50th. I really that is my that is all I want for my fiftieth birthday. I'm not going to so kick and scream if I go to Disney so World. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two is my is my fiftieth. Yeah, because it, it opened in nineteen seventy one. Opened well, in nineteen seventy one. October nineteen seventy one. As kind of a side, I'm, I'm saving up the money right now for the Disney family Disney trip, and yeah. if it's, it's that close. I'm wondering if I just just hold off a little bit. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your kids. Go as soon as you can afford it. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it, Joe. And then save up for this 2021. Trust me. Once you get a taste for Disney World in your mouth, you will find ways. The money (laughs) will come somehow. Oh, you will find the cheap discount, um, like, scum-sucking hotels. Where you pretty sure there's a there was a murder in the room that you're staying in, but it's I can't just, tell if I'm sleeping in blood or cum, but it's just but <laughs> I'm it's only like, here for a couple hours anyways until I get up in the morning and go back to the it's park. It's just a bed. It's just a bed. It's just a bed. <laughs> it's just a bed. And it's only five minute drive from Disney World. Right. <laughs> Judge me. I've stayed there. I okay. know. No, you're just doing what the one little Spice Girls do. Stay at the cheapest resort on property, which is the All Star Sports, otherwise known as Ass. And, uh, <laughs> That way you can afford everything. It is literally the cheapest on-property thing unless you were a veteran. Yeah. Even though, I, what is that one called? Oh. I want to call it Green Acres. I know it's wrong. But there's yeah, actually yeah. a resort reserved specifically for veterans. And I don't know any veterans that actually like staying there. They're all <laughs> like, it is a shithole. 
It's like it's cheap for a reason. Yeah. And it's not because we served our country. That, that's why the hotel is just there to put pack your stuff up and to sleep. Right. Every other time every other moment is spent on the parks. You will see a lot of photos of the resort though, because we are staying at the Polynesian, so Well yeah, he's staying at the one that you wanna stay at. Right. right, exactly. But again, my wife had a binder. Yeah. A big fat binder. Yeah. Um Yeah. Lord, what were we talking about? <laughs> Mickey. Uh, Mickey Mouse, yeah. Willie, Galloping Gauchos. Galloping Gauchos, yep. Um, it's, it's just, I have that, that, that DVD, the, the, the Disney Classics DVDs yep. of like all the shorts, and one of them is Black and White Mickey. And I absolutely love them. It just There's just something about watching those and knowing that they were all hand-drawn by usually one, two, or three people. And Walt was doing the voice. Yeah, if you hear, if you hear Mickey yeah, talking... Most of the time she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you hear Walt talking, uh, Mickey talking, it's Walt's voice. He, he, well, yeah. Up until forty-seven, he was the he was Mickey's yeah voiceover act or yeah. voice actor. Right. After Which, that, he just couldn't. He he was spending too much time at. Well, and with everything, he, he also was, smoked like eight packs of cigarettes a day. So yeah. that's it. right. And well, well, plus by then, by nineteen forty-seven, with all the responsibilities he had to right. run the the company, yeah. And he was planning Disneyland at that point. Yeah. So right. Exactly. Um. But. I will say, give credit to the voiceover actors who've done it since then for continuity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, you will not notice any difference in voice. You know what? There are slight differences, but they're not like, so they don't stand out because because what? of the way you're not watching, you're, the shorts aren't, there's no continuity in the shorts. No. no. So it makes it easier to accept slight tweaks in the voice. It's not like, all right, but, it's not like when Jim Henson died and Steve Whitmere took over current. No, I'm not. The, the the one that stands out to me is it was really noticeable at first was the difference between Mel Blanc who took over who yes who took yeah. over for Bugs yeah. Bunny yeah and new one of Brothers catalog <laughs> right it was like wow here's all you have to do folks just send for this Uh-oh. a new one of Brothers catalog now the new bug the guy who does the Bugs Bunny now he does a pretty good job yeah. of emulating Mel Blanc but there's still you know you there. If if you draw the line between Mel Blanc and whoever does it now, you can see it's just a little bunch of squiggles. Whereas right, yeah. the guy, you know, between Walt Disney and the guy who does Mickey Mouse now, it's a pretty straight line. It is yeah. a pretty straight line. Yeah, and when we talk about some other characters too, especially Donald Duck. Oh yeah, oh, two, we, two people in it have done like the canon voice. Of technically Donald. three. Technically. Well, I mean, if you if you include like uh, if you include like just one offs, then right. hell, even uh, Don Cheadle did the voice of Donald Duck. That's true, he did. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. So, um, before Mickey Mouse, there was a lucky rabbit named Oswald. Yes. Who who got lucky a lot, apparently. Oh God, I really love this character. Yes. And I've I've seen very few of his shorts. Yeah. But again, it's that same just kind of like tin horny. Animation style with the with the music and not not a whole lot of dialogue or anything. Right. Yeah. A lot of repetition in the frame rate. Um, but he's so cool. But that you could definitely see how he evolved into Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's yeah. like okay, get rid of the long ears, draw a long tail. Yeah, you're done. I, I mean, I, I think Oswald had a little bit more of a like. A, he was more of a ne'er do well. He was more of a scam. He was. He yeah. was more. He was more, you're right. He was more adult. Than Mickey was right. Yeah. Well, Mickey Mouse evolved into a, a a good guy. Yeah. You know he they start he started off as a scamp again, evidenced in 
how disjointed the releases were for mm-hmm. the first uh, four dude, or five. Plane, cra- plane crazy. He uh, forces a kiss on Minnie and then chucks her out of the plane. Right. <laughs> no, actually, no. She jumps out of the plane. Right. And uses her, her uh, panties to parachute down. <laughs> Hashtag uh, me too. Yeah. 1932. <laughs> <laughs> You can watch them all. You can watch it on YouTube. I did before I came here. Yep, and um, I mean there are Oswald cartoons on YouTube yeah. as well. And there, there was one that was actually packaged with the Bambi Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh? I, I did wasn't aware of that. Yeah. No, we we had rented the Bambi Blu-ray a few months ago. And we're like, oh, there's an Oswald cartoon on this. Kids, you want to watch? And they uh, they loved it. Mm. They absolutely loved it. So how um, it, how is it that Universal was not make, able to make? A success out of Oswald. Um, they never really tried. They, they really had no. It was more just a haha. We have this now. We're not going to do anything. Right. With well, it. You, I mean, when you think about it, you know, they, they shortly after shorts. Disney, you know, shortly after Disney started with the Silly Symphonies, you have War- Warner Brothers coming out with Looney Tunes, and they make a success of that. Right. You know, and then um, Universal didn't have. And then was it Paramount that did like the Tex Avery cartoons? Um. Was it? <sighs> or Fox. Well, I think I think Paramount had the uh, the original rights to the uh, Max Fleischer mm. Superman, but with Oswald, uh, which by the way he came out a year before Mickey, yeah, and you know, yeah, he was introduced a year before Mickey and taken away a year after, after his induction. Um, honestly, I think Universal was just like, okay, we have this. Maybe we'll get around to doing something with it. Yeah, kind of I mean, like DC is going to be doing with James Gunn. Yeah, so they made some shorts with him, but they never really put any kind of. It they never put anything behind it. It didn't have that charm. It didn't have... Just well, that, it didn't that, have Walt. That, well, it didn't have Walt, exactly. And Walt's a heart and soul of Oswald. Yeah. Um, now, interesting little thing, Mike. Will be the Beast of Two Trivia, how Disney World, how Disney got Oswald back. In uh, 2006, they traded Al Michaels for him. Right. Good trade, I have it to say. It was, well, essentially, it was part of the ESPN yeah. deal when they were... Um, because at one point ESPN was owned by Universal, mm. and when they acquired ABC, they were also looking to acquire ESPN. Yeah, and ESPN was really like, we want to be under the Disney umbrella, and they're like, okay, we'll do that. But Universal also has to give us Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yep, to get him back in house. And they went to work immediately after Oswald came back in. That was actually one of the first big purchases that Bob Iger did when he when he became the CEO. Right, was getting oh. was getting Mickey back and uh, Oswald back. Yeah. Oswald would then appear once they had the rights. They went right in development for uh, Epic Mickey Two. Not Epic Epic Mickey One. Was he? In, yeah, he, he was, was at the very end. That's right. No, that's no, right. All, through, all throughout. Actually. Okay, because like I've a... only played Epic Mickey two because Epic Mickey one is kind of an epic failure when it comes to uh, <laughs> game controlling. Uh, it, it was a Wii centric game. It was. I have Epic Mickey two, and I, I hate to say I really haven't played much of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, they did that. I have a. I bought a, a stuffed animal of Oswald from the Disney store. Oh, I've, I've got at least two or three pins of, of I, Oswald. I gave you one of those pins yeah. too. Yeah, I love Oswald. I oh, wish yeah. they'd have more meet and greets with Oswald. Yeah, uh, though. Uh, so is he he's, is he a full fledged character at the parks and everything? He, well, yes and no. You can buy merchandise with Oswald on there. In fact, right. you know how they've got like the, the beanie with the Mickey ears. Yeah, you can buy like, you Oswald ears. Really. 
So essentially, it's the same beanie, just with the longer ears, which I, again, I can't wear in public. I just, there's there's whimsy, and then there's me looking like an ass. (laughs) And if you go out to uh, California Adventure... Right as soon as you go through the gate, there's uh, Oswald's gas station right there. Yes, and there's a whole there's a whole gift shop yeah. dedicated to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah. Um, another character who predates Mickey Mouse is Peg Leg Pete. Hey, 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 you. Did you see a mutt and a little runt around here? Yeah, they went... <coughs> they went that way. Thanks, Conductor. Conductor? What, that's me! Who actually predates Oswald as well because he had appeared... In a series of the Alice yeah. shorts, when Alice Walt, solves, Alice solves the puzzle, right? Alice, yeah, it was the integrated live action and um, an animated shorts. So technically, Pete is ninety four years old. Yes, four years older than Mickey. Wow. Yeah, which made me sad when I realized that Alice is probably dead. But um, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, but Pete went through a lot of iterations too. I mean, yeah. th- there were introductions. Um, same goes with Pluto. Is that they're introduced as other characters and then eventually oh. morph into what Major they become. Well, right. we're, we're going to get into that in a couple of characters. Mm. And, um, I mean, Pete has just always been a great shorts foil. Yeah. Um, because he was he was great in those first few movies. He was in Moving Day, in Steamboat Willie. There's the one with the garage. I don't know. Which has got that. Mickey and Donald... And they, it's actually, there's a, there's a picture of it in your Art of Walt Disney book, um, where Pete has this car, and they have to work on the car. I know what you're talking about. Yep. I remember, yeah. And, like, he's got the, you know, uh, Donald grabs the front grill and just starts pulling it out like a, like a chain. Let's see if you can find it there. And it's just, it's just incredibly clever animation. Well, I mean. Uh, yeah, right here. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's it. Some of the storyboarding for how they, um. Oh yeah, they went about doing you know doing that whole thing, and it's just it's a, it's a marvel. And Pete is just and by this point, Pete had evolved into that villainous character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously they try to soften him later on on um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and, uh, and Goof Troop. Yeah. yeah, where he does turn more into a dog. He he's more of a cat. He's a cat. Yeah, he's he, a natural he, he, he more of a cat. cat yeah, first, he yeah. becomes more. You're, you're right, Andy. He, they draw him more like a dog later on. More dog-like, exactly, to fit in with the Goof Troop stuff. Yeah. Um, and then in the Paul Rudish cartoons from uh, 2013 and on, he's back to being Peg Leg Pete the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, before we went recording this, we watched one where Pete was stealing uh, coins out of the wishing well. Yeah. <laughs> and they just get the voice so perfect. <laughs> oh, baby, you're mine. Oh, mine! Long, you rotten wish but well, yeah, I, I, I wonder who does the voice of uh, Peg Leg Pete. I don't know. I don't know. If you want to look that up, feel free. Yeah. Um, and then we get Mickey Mouse. Uh, I mean, some of his shorts are... I mean, for Christ's sake, Steamboat Willie. I mean, that opens up every it's, Disney uh, movie. Jim I'm sorry, Jim Cummings is the, the voice. Okay. I met Jim Cummings. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, very nice guy. Oh. He's been doing it since 1991. Well, he, he does like... You just take a take a, a billboard like of Disney characters, throw a dart at it, and you're gonna hit Jim Cummings. Eventually, yeah. Half the time you're gonna hit Jim Cummings. He, um, but I mean, Steamboat Willie has shown up. I think since Tangled, I think Tangled was the first movie where oh, they yeah. did the, yeah, the, the, the Steamboat the, Willie the, as the Disney Animated Studios opening. Yes, yeah, the logo, their yeah. opening Stinger. 
And that's how they that's how they denote the Disney live the the Disney animated official from Pixar. movies now. Yeah, yeah, which is great too when you had um Wreck-It Ralph and they had that like the 8-bit. Mm. Oh which yeah. Which is really cool. Um it's just it's a little fetchish little whistle too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, as as soon as soon as you start hearing the first couple of bars of the whistle, you know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's become ubiquitous basically Mickey Mouse. Exactly. Yeah. That's like his theme now is is the Steamboat Willie theme. Right. Well, they used to have this, um, I mean, they might still have it at Disney World, the One Man's Dream uh, uh, movie. Yeah, at, at Disney World they have that, yeah. Right. And I remember when I was on spring break many years ago, um, I broke off with my friends and I went to go see this. And I sat down and they do like a little bit. And then they show the entire Steamboat Willie short. And I really, I, I had never seen it at that point. They, they, I really felt like it was something special. They don't show that at One Man's Dream, but uh, on Main Street in Disneyland, they've got a, uh, got a little theater where you can go and watch Steamboat mm. Willie for free. Obviously, they're not going to charge you for that. You just paid $100 yeah. to get in their park. Well, they're still charging for a lot of things, trust me. I know. <laughs> Silhouettes, anyone? Yeah. Um, but um, it, it's, it's amazing how many animals that Mickey can torture in Steamboat Willie. That's true. <laughs> All in the name of making them into musical instruments. Yeah. Here, open up your mouth. It's just, it just amazes me on anything where all you can do, all you have to do is like turn your tail and your neck can get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like a crank. Well, I mean, in Galloping Gaucho, Gaucho he, he stretches out his tail, uses it as a lasso, then sticks a crank in his belly and cranks himself up so he can get up to the third floor. <laughs> um, Alright, so shall we move on to another character? Yes. Alright. Introduced in 1934, mm-hmm. Donald Duck, at at one time the biggest star in Disney's animated arsenal. Argu- arguably the most popular of Disney's characters. I yes. Guess. Well, the most, I would say the most unique because like all the other all the other characters are pretty, you know, pretty laid back, pretty happy and go lucky. He Donald, is, Donald will drop. No, no, you know what? Don, well, you know what Donald is. He's he's the everyman. He is the he is the. He's kind of the antithesis of Mickey in, in a sense. Not the antithesis but, so much, but he's he's the he's the guy that the 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 audience is supposed to relate to. Yeah. Right. Con- the, 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 that he's the one that the audience connects. He with. he voices the frustration yes. of the yes. audience when things yeah. do not go his way. I mean, primarily, like like we said, voiced by in, in all in the prime in the main cartoons, voiced by two people throughout all. Like, Clarence Nash did him until he died in 1984. Fifty years he did. Yeah, that is crazy. Considering lo- that voice, so that's not something that's gonna, that age that's gonna, should allow you to do. Yeah, that's gotta be a that, that's gotta work your your uh, your vocal cords hard yeah. to be able to do. And that. since 1984, yeah. it's Tony and Selmo. Until current day. 
Uh, well, Russie, no, there's another guy who does it for DuckTales, Russie Taylor. Oh, Russie? No, 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 it's Tony and Selmo. I got it listed as Russie Taylor. Russie Taylor is, um, isn't, that from, isn't she from The Simpsons? Or he from The Simpsons? Okay. So. Um, no, 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 there I, is I, another, there is somebody else who does the voice, but he only did, like, I think he did the Kingdom Hearts no, series. No, Tony and Selma was, was doing right. Kingdom Hearts. This guy did it for some other, like, uh, some, like, car, car shorts, when, because Tony and Selma was busy doing Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah, she does. He, yeah, she does do uh, the Simpsons. She's primarily primarily the voice of Minnie Mouse. Right. Maybe that's Daisy Daisy Duck, but I know Tony and Selmo is definitely the voice for uh, Darling Ducktales. Okay. Well, whatever. It's it's all the, it's it's been Clarence Nash for most of it. So yeah. I mean, up until I think it wasn't his last appearance um, in Mickey's Christmas Carol. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Donald is, first of all, in terms of meet and greets at the Disney parks, Donald is my white whale. I have never, ever met Donald, and we've got two, um, breakfasts planned. One of them is at the Tusker House in Animal Kingdom. Donald Duck will be there. Yes, yes, he will. (laughs) And you bet your ass I'm getting pictures taken with him. I got my picture taken with Donald Duck when I was 10. No, 13. 13? 13. Yep. That's actually, yeah, I actually, I gotta go, I'll go through the photo album. Oh, I love those. I mean, it's just, he's he's definitely one of those, like, Goofy was last trip. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd never had a picture with Goofy. And up until the trip before that, I had never actually had a picture taken with Mickey Mouse. Really? Yeah. It, Mickey Mouse does not walk around the park <laughs> that much. Why? Well, you know, and again, most of my other trips had been, like, college, like, you know, college trips and stuff like that. So it wasn't like I was going out of my way. This isn't, this is before the days when you planned everything with right. the app and you, you had all your stuff planned out in advance and where you had a travel agent doing it for you. So Rosie Taylor did uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Webby and the duck, the original DuckTales. Oh. And, and she actually did come back for uh, one of the re- uh, reboot episodes. Oh, okay. Where she voiced a young Donald. He had the same voice as the Huey, Dewey, and Louie from the original DuckTales. Right. It was very cool. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. If you're here, where's your sister? Della. Same place she is every year. Camped out back looking for Santa. She's right out back? Come on, you gotta help me find her. (laughs) No, thanks. Christmas is a bunch of kids' stuff. Plus, I'm this close to writing the perfect song. You're really not. Oh, man. I mean, this is a quick to be angry. Quick to anger? Yes. Yes. Now, it was interesting. A few years ago, I was having, um... We were doing family portraits with the kids, at, like J.C. Penny, and it was around Halloween time. And this one family had their their kid dressed up as Donald Duck, and I'd never seen the costume before. And I'm like, "That's a really nice Donald Duck costume. I, I don't think I've seen one of those around here." He's like, "I had to order it from Japan because Donald's popularity stateside has waned. He's just like just like terrible heavy metal bands. He's huge in Japan." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you watch like the first short that he's introduced, um, Wise Little Hen, he's really just a secondary side he's character. A duck. He's, yeah, he's, he's just really a duck. Right. Um, but if you watch the second short where he's introduced, that's mm-hmm. um, 
uh, orphans benefit. Yep. That's where you get the the uh, quick to anger Donald Duck yep. that they stuck with ever since. Donald Duck is also an interesting character too because it's it's an impression that most people think they can do and most no, people you cannot can do. No, you no. can't. You can try. And you might think you'd do a good job, but just like those people that do like that that drooling sound when they do their Chewbacca impressions, <laughs> you you suck at you suck at Donald Duck. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there was a trick to doing that that none of us have mastered. Nope, no, except for three people. Yeah. So and they're all working professionally on Donald Duck. <laughs> they're getting paid money for it. Exactly, exactly. But Donald was also big with the um, the war. Yes. Oh, his his war shorts. Oh. Oh, or, God, the Fuhrer's face. The Fuhrer's oh, face, yeah. They were cl- they are classics. I think I think next to the, uh, and we'll be discussing these, next to the go- goofy how-tos, yep. the the, Don- the Donald uh, World War II shorts are some of my favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's just, they're, they're just so interesting. And then, after that, it's Donald oh. and Pluto, go- you know, battling against Chip and Dale. Yeah. No, but also, along the same vein of the how-tos, Donald and what was the, the other duck, the professor duck? Um, oh, 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 Ludwig, uh, Ludwig von Drake. Ludwig von Drake doing the math series. Oh, the math oh, yeah. series. Oh my God, I remember they showed us those in high school. Yeah. Yes, yes, but I remember also watching them on the Disney Channel. You know, and it's like, it's like, wow, math is actually interesting. If you, if you take ass, if you take acid before reading a math book, that's what you come up with. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um. Oh God! Yeah, he's he's I love I love this character. I love but he also works better as a color character. Like they did very yeah. little with him in black and white. Yeah, the majority yeah. of his stuff is color. Yeah, uh, which is which is interesting compared to some of these other char- yeah, characters. Moving on to another one. Um, introduced with in tandem with Mickey Mouse, uh, Minnie Mouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's also introduced in nineteen twenty eight. We're not making that big of a deal about her ninetieth, apparently. And originally, I think originally he was she was voiced by Walt as well. Yes, yes, she was. Um, we don't talk about it because you don't talk about a lady's age. But um, <laughs> very true. Well, it's interesting. Like we we were talking offline about how Minnie looks like. You know, no one ever says anything that she's not wearing a shirt. She actually had like kind of like a bikini top on. She does wear a dress, right? But in Steamboat Willie, she's kind of wearing like a bikini oh, yeah. top. Yeah, there's always something there to to. Cover her chest, and then, then they put her in like the full dresses with the puff, well, the puff, puff sleeves. sleeves and, yeah. <laughs> and galloping gaucho, she had like little, like she had little nips. Yeah, <laughs> stop getting your head out of the gutter, Mike. I, 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 watch I, the I, short; I, you will see. Tassel? No, it was, <laughs> no, she stopped no, that. There, Joe. Were, there were no tassels; it was just the covering. You both go to hell. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just pointing out. I'm just pointing out the truths that you just failed to admit. If you just woke the fuck up, you're living in a dreamland. Minnie Mouse had nips. <laughs> Batman fucking killed people. Minnie Mouse had nips. Wake up, sheeple. Dude, that should have been our title. Minnie Mouse had nips. No, it no. wouldn't be. No. <laughs> We've got a fine following for this show. I don't want to ruin it with the, with, with, with the females in our audience. See, this is what happened when Catherine's not around. Exactly to keep us to just tie to, to, to just bring us are in. You she probably would have been the first one to mention it. <laughs> maybe yes, maybe no. We'll we never know. know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Minnie Mouse is an interesting character because for the first several, like a third of the shorts. Yeah. I think she really played a major part, and then her part was 
extremely diminished. Yeah. Part of that was because Mickey's popularity was really flailing compared to Donald, compared right. to Goofy, compared to Pluto. Well, then you got Daisy. And right. then you got, well, that Daisy is another story entirely. Yeah. She almost doesn't count. To an extent, yeah, but it's, we, uh, it's kind of yeah. The the, the Daisy Donald relationship is kind of weird. It is weird, but we'll talk about that when we get to her. Um, I Minnie is a fine character. I again, she's one of these characters I find more appealing in the Paul Rudish cartoons, like the current mm-hmm. cartoons, than I really ever had before. She's always just been girl Mickey. Yeah, well, I mean, when when she started off, she did seem she was kind of like stand out a little bit more, but. As time went on, she became a little bit more two-dimensional, in a sense, like right. personality-wise. And personality-wise, yeah. It's just there, there, there became a point, and if you watch the Dave Lee stuff, yeah. he really just brings up that she essentially just became a stay-at-home housewife. Mm-hmm. Even though you know she and Mickey never married and were just living in sin. It's um, you, you never know what they did. Well, we, we don't know what they did, but you know. We're all adults here, Mike. Nips. He's going to keep saying nips. Uh, <laughs> and we're not talking about the small bottles of alcohol. No, exactly. <laughs> Even though we should be. Well, I mean, Galloping Goucher's Mickey down a couple beers. That's true. And speaking of which, this show is brought to you by Sam Adams 76 <laughs> and Cheez-Its. Because if you're going to podcast and, you, and you've given up on all hope, Cheez-Its. <laughs> Well, I'm having a blueberry strudel. A strudel, yes. I'll have one of those after I'm done with my beer. It doesn't really go. Um, yeah, but again, I really, I really like what they've done in the in the more updated cartoon with Minnie versus because they've given her things to do. She's always like they, they will do separate episodes where it's her and the girls, right? So her Daisy and Clarabelle go. So they try to like sneak into a nice restaurant, and they even though they have a reservation, the snooty uh, Mater D won't let them in. <laughs> And then hilarity ensues. Yeah. And when she goes, she's the entire gang is helping her pick out a hat. Now the hat she's wearing is the hat with a petunia yeah. kind of over it. And she's looking at other hats and they're all the same hat. <laughs> I, what do you think of this one? You already have that one. <laughs> what about this one? <laughs> See, I told you, you can't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a short we just watched. She spends the most of the time trying to... Trying to, to corral the seven dwarves and goofy. Trying to quiet the chaos. Exactly. <laughs> Poorly quieting the chaos. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think everybody needs a big spoonful of sugar. You need to wish upon a star. A dream is a wish your heart makes. Um. Yeah, I do. I do remember though when Autumn first saw Minnie at Hollywood Studios. She actually did like a little curtsy for her. <laughs> it's. It is funny because I mean I'm a I'm a I'm a 47 year old man and I still treat them like they're old friends when I see them in the parks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I I when I saw Baloo, he's not part of this discussion, but I had gone 20 years without seeing Baloo, and I saw him and I gave him this big hug. It's like I have been waiting 20 years to do this again, <laughs> and the person in the suit just like hugged back. It was really just nice. <laughs> That's the best part about those photo ops. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, honestly, I'm sure that they've heard that before. To be honest. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they have. Yeah. I'm sure they have. So anyway, let's move on. Um, 
to one of the more popular characters introduced in 1932. Dippy Dog. Yes, Dippy Dog, who would soon become Goofy. Yeah. And to keep and to keep things in the gutter, the only confirmed character we know has had has had sex. Max. Yes, Max. exactly. Unless, unless he's adopted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's that. Oh my god! Can you imagine social services looking at that resume, (laughs) that application, going, "You know what? Sure, fine." (laughs) Well, he knows how to ski. He knows he's been an Olympic gymnast. He knows how to drive. He knows how to golf. (laughs) Yeah, knows how to play football. (laughs) He even knows how to um, to to participate in any of the ancient Olympian sports. (laughs) Oh my god, those are so classic. I love those. If you want to talk about someone whose design changed radically from his first appearance. Oh, good lord. Dippy Dog was essentially just like this. Again, the second appearance of Donald uh, Orphan's Benefit, that was the first appearance of Dippy Dog. Of Dippy Dog, yeah. And he was just basically a just jackass in the audience. Right, exactly. And he just the, his evolution has been interesting because he's always been a dog. Yeah. But just, like, they did change him because he was, like, elderly and then they kind of youthened him up a little bit. Um, Matt Jones uh, wrote... I just actually got this. So, Matt, perfect timing, my friend. Um, When I was younger, I was convinced Goofy and Clarabelle were a couple. The fact that they were different species plus a complete lack of evidence of any sort of cohabitation didn't dissuade me at all from that conviction. (laughs) You know what? I can see it. Actually, if you go to the Wikipedia page, it's actually listed that Clarabelle is one of his... Partners. Partners, okay, yeah, that, uh, horse, horse feathers. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, he wasn't in, his first parent wasn't, um, Orphan's Benefit, it was, uh, Mickey's Review. That's right, and that's when he was Dippy Dog. Yeah. And then he eventually changed over to Goofy. Yeah. Goofy's evolution as a character is one of the more interesting ones. Yes. Um. By far. Because they did stuff like, they did the, you know... They first just started off doing just the regular shorts where he would just like he'd be like the third wheel. He'd, he'd be, be the third, the third wheel, wheel to Donald. Or he would get in adventures where he's just like you know he's got his lucky cricket. I believe that's actually one of the first ones. Is, yeah. You know he was cricket. Well, <laughs> here we are, Wilbur. You you feeling okay? That was a little pelzy wellsy. <laughs> Are you all set? All right, do your stuff. And then they moved into the how-tos. Yes. Those are effing brilliant. There isn't one bad how-to no. episode. Nope. Every single one of them is just amazing. From and the, From the very first one with the art of skiing. Yep. Where they, they do spill pronounce it sheing. Yep. Oh, yeah, well, you're full of skit. Uh, <laughs> and I was so happy when they did the uh, how to do a, uh, how to set up your home theater. Yes. I was the, like, yes, I knew how to. It's been 50 years, but yes, yes. <laughs> oh, it was great. Cause I remember watching that when, um, when the animated, like the, the latest Disney animated shorts collection came on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, Scarlett and I were sitting and watching it, and it was primarily because they had the Frozen Ever After short on there, and they had the um, the Tangled, yeah. the yep. Tangled Wedding short on there. Which is actually really good. Right. I love that one. And it was just, we, we went through, and they start with like, um, oh God, John Henry. Oh, uh, Being yeah. Being John Henry. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the, the little match girl. Yeah. Which is just so devastating. Yeah. And then I, I had no idea, and it came up the, that 
Goofy, how to set up your home theater. The delivery truck will arrive promptly between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Any moment now, the roar of the stadium crowd will reverberate round the room. Any moment now, the viewer will be hopelessly lost in pure televised wonderment. Any moment now. Ah, right on time. And I just looked at my daughter, who just recently had watched all of the how-tos yep. on that on the Disney classics, and I'm just like, "Oh, buckle in, kid. This is gonna be <laughs> yeah. awesome." It was. It was. It, it lived up to the hype. And the, the fact is, they got a narrator whose voice it was so close. Yeah. To the, the narrator in those shorts, he, he's done a few and, new ones actually. And you know what? Almost just as good as the how-tos are the ones where he's like doing everyday life. Yeah. And that's when they got rid of his ears. Right. It was like he was more just... He was this is, this is This is when he was known as George Geef. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah, when he did like the everyman, you know, like, you know, he's suffering through a cold when he's <laughs> sick. I mean, those are, those are classic. Well, like, they had the how to quit smoking. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the, the, the road rage one is great. <laughs> I mean, these are just... I mean, I'm assuming these are all on YouTube, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh my God! There's... Most of them, anyway. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just, Goofy is just but such these, a. But these how tos where where we see the first appearance of Max too. Because in a lot of them, there's a, always a little. Yeah. No, no, that was the George Geef stuff. Yeah, the Max George was in sorry, the George yeah. Geef stuff. Yeah. Um, but Ma- but he was a little different. Like Max actually looked like Goofy. Yeah. You right. know, long snout, long ears. The George Geef child was. Very short eared, and he was red. He was red. He had he was red headed, but he also had um, a rounder face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the shorts are fun. It, it just, it's amazing to me how versatile a character Goofy is. Yeah. Well, that well, like you said, he's you know as like Donald is expresses the rage of the audience or the frustration. Goofy is the every guy is every man. Yeah. You know, the 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 the. The, the things we have to deal with on an everyday life. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, and, I mean, it doesn't, I personally think it doesn't get enough love, but a Goofy movie, yeah, the, the Goof Troop movie, it is, uh, first of all, the song is great, but the uh, the, the, the characterization of Donald, uh, of Goofy and Max's relationship yeah. is beautiful. It's wonderfully done. I, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I know. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I'm less of a fan of the extremely well, again, goofy movie. But. Again, yeah. you know, aside from you know, really, he's the only character that, by all rights, has had an actual relationship with another person. Yeah. yeah. To produce a son and have a son, you know, yeah, you know, Donald has the you know Huey, Louie, and Dewey, but. They're, those they're, were those were they're, adop- they're adopted. We you know they're not his kids, right. illegitimate nephews. nephews. Right, Dallas <laughs> Dallas no, we... sons. I understand that, but that was based on the that's based on uh, on Duck uh, Tail stuff. No, oh no no, Dallas was established well, all the way back. All right, all right, all right. back in uh, Carl Barks. Okay, I believe. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, whereas Donald and Daisy have more of a platonic relationship yeah. than she's constantly friend zoning him. Oh, oh God, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. God, Daisy. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, Donald is not really the best personality 
He's not a stable. He's not a stable personality. No, no, exactly. If you know, if all was right in the land of laws, he would never be given gun, uh, access to a gun. No, <laughs> <laughs> anger issues. Um, the interesting thing with Goofy too, going back to the Paul Rudish things, that they've really they turned him back into that lovable simpleton yeah. now. Like yep. the Goof Troop stuff, he's he's a well-meaning just dummy. Yeah. He, you know, he understands. He, he's, he's got a very, very set point of view, but he just messes up. Yeah. The Paul Rudish character. He's just an. Yeah. He's just a. Well, oh, first of all, there was one episode where Mickey was going to enter Pluto into a dog show, and something happened to Pluto. And Mickey's like, "What am I going to do?" And then he looks at Goofy. He's like, "Wait a second. <laughs> Like and the realization, Goofy. He enters Goofy in the dog show because the realization is like, wait a second, Goofy's a dog. A dog. <laughs> and it's like everything, you know. It's all right. Big. Oh, baby, please don't be like that. She meant nothing to me. I can change. I can change. <laughs> <laughs> Watch those again. Oh my god! But there's another one where they they travel. It was like a science episode. They actually had uh, Professor Ludwig mm. in it, and um, Mickey is really excited because he's going to the he's going to the laboratory. He's going to see all the science stuff, and Donald's just there, and Goofy is trailing behind them. He's got like a big soda that he's just slurping out of the the straw, and they're watching this experiment, which essentially was just this machine that would cut a sandwich in half perfectly. <laughs> but that can't be done. Oh, but with science. <laughs> and Goofy finishes his drink, tosses the thing over his shoulder, sits there for like half a second, and then his eyes get wide. And he leans down to Mickey Mouse, who's paying attention to the things. He's like, Mick, 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 Mickey Mouse, Mick. <laughs> what? Where's the bathroom? <laughs> oh, and that was actually that short they they, they brought back the, the his yodel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, originally, uh, originally done by a professional yodeler. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's su- he's such a classic. As you know, in the words of Roger Rabbit. Nobody takes a wallop like Goofy. What timing? What finesse? What a genius! <laughs> <laughs> Very That's good. right. Very, very true. <laughs> you were the best. Better than Goofy. <laughs> oh, good lord. Yeah. So, who else we got on this list? You got uh, Next, we got Pluto. Pluto, who, for one of the excuse me, years of the classic shorts, had more solo shorts out than any other character. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I, again, I learned this on the Dave Lee thing. It mm-hmm. was like, he had like 12 separate shorts. I think the next closest was Donald with eight. Wow. I mean, this is really Mickey's waning days. Mm. Yeah. But what they were doing with, with Pluto was, Pluto was a good um, example for them to test animation. There's one, and again, I'm, I'm bringing this up in the Dave Lee um, videos, where Pluto gets stuck on flypaper, and he's trying to work through how to get himself off of it. And it was the first time in animation, it's a landmark animation, where you were actually watching somebody wordlessly trying to figure out how to get themselves out of something. Huh. And it was really, and they, they went back and they've done it a few times, but Pluto's the perfect character for that, because Pluto still works on all fours. Yeah. Right. Except in the park. But other than that, you know? 
What do you want? Actually, you know, it, kind of a flashback to uh, Plain Crazy, but um, we're talking about animation breakthroughs. When it, when it was doing the POV of the plane, yeah, and just like showing it rearing some side to side and going up, and that was actually I didn't expect to, to see that kind of animation. No, from 1930, uh, 19 what, uh, twenty eight? Yeah, that was pretty intense. It is. It is. Um, I've been the biggest Pluto fan only because. Pluto's personality is just that of dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's the loyal dog. He's, he's, he's the loyal pet. And sometimes he just goes very vicious towards, uh, Chippendale. Well, he he was, he was Chippendale's first foil before Dom. Yeah. It was, it was Pluto. But, I mean, Pluto's, uh, so I was watching the the beginning of a, a, a short and it was like Pluto was just going nuts after a little kitten and just try, tracking mud all around the house. Yeah. And, and Mickey had to like just completely scold him out. Yeah. <laughs> which seemed to happen a lot back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's tough for me to really like wax nostalgic about Pluto. Yeah. I like Pluto. It's just, it, it's just, it's Mickey's pet. Exactly. Exactly. He doesn't talk. There was that. Have you ever seen the short where Pluto talks? No. There is one short where Pluto actually talks. Again, it's in the Dave Lee thing, uh, where they go camping. And Pluto doesn't have a lot of dialogue, mm-hmm. but he's got enough dialogue where it's creepy. Really? And then there was another short where they gave him like an inner monologue, like or inner dialogue, rather. Like, Pluto didn't talk, but you could hear his thoughts. That's the last straw. I'll run him off the place. Wow. And they're all very, very snooty, yes? Wow. I mean, no, no, it's... I, I mean, I've, I've heard, like, the narrator talking to Pluto, you know, through his, like, manner, inner manner right. monologue, but I've never heard Pluto using an inner monologue. Right. I don't know... I don't remember the name of the short, but it was interesting. Uh, all right. That brings us to Daisy Duck, introduced in 1940. That bitch. Um, <laughs> Donald's ostensibly girlfriend. Right. Well, Again. And, and quite quite frankly, the only character that can pretty much put Donald in his place. The interesting thing about Daisy Duck is that she comes across just on just packaging alone as Girl Donald. Yeah. But outside of, I think, two... Original shorts, they changed her voice. Yeah, yeah. Because the first two shorts, she talked like Donald, and in fact, I think Clarence Nash might have done her voice too. Yes, he did it. He did it for three years. For three years, right? When they finally changed her voice to just a normal voice, she turned into a slightly more interesting character. Yeah, she's definitely slumming. With you know, well, she 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 is. she downgraded. She is well. She is Black Widow to uh, Donald Hulk. Right. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That's a very good way of putting it. Um, she, she's a she's, best the, she's the one that calms him down. Yeah. You know. But again, it's a very platonic relationship, at least from her point of view. It's probably the one person that Donald is most afraid of. Absolutely. Yeah. And she does. They they did a good job, especially in like the forties and fifties, of giving her that. Um, well, just that stronger, you know, I don't want to say shrew type of personality, yeah, but, but she's kind of a shrew. But you know what? She's also, she's, 
the kid, the, the boys, Huey, Louie, and Dewey, yeah. were good at manipulating her into controlling Donald. Right. Well, they... They no, had, because they when, when, well, when Donald would get mad at them, they would run to Daisy. Oh yeah, and Daisy would calm Donald down, and you'd be the kid, the the, the three of them would be behind her going, yeah. yeah. And and uh, Donald hence why they're there. really only interesting now on the new Ducktales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never liked those kids. Uh, but again, going back to the Paul Rudish stuff, Daisy is a more interesting character because she is certainly made it under no uncertain terms that she is not interested in Donald. <laughs> but they still hang out together, and it's just, it's a very interesting take on the character. Yeah, I, Alex, actually, lately she's been more of a best friend to Minnie than a girlfriend to, to Donald. Yes, and that actually, honestly, is a bit evolutionary for cartoons that came out around this time to yeah. give them that type of evolution. Yeah. Um... Farm, 50 yards. Don't you just love broccoli? Broccoli Farm, 25 yards. I love broccoli. Broccoli Farm, 10 yards. Broccoli, broccoli, broccoli. Broccoli Farm, 5 yards. Oh, they're closed. Daisy, do you have to read all the signs? I don't have to. I like to. They actually didn't mini have like her own like cartoon network, a cartoon, Disney Channel animated show like it kind of was released in tandem or maybe a couple of years after uh mickey mouse clubhouse mini mini or had daisy? a show yeah it was like mini and daisy had their own show uh, same style of 3d animation as the um as uh mickey mouse clubhouse except it wasn't as childish i don't i no idea i don't remember okay i again that you go back watch the david lee stuff it's it's there yeah um it's yeah but daisy's just She's kind of an interesting character, it just in general. Yeah, I, I like Daisy, actually. Yeah. I know, it's just, it's just fun to make fun of her, because she's always kind of seemed like a lesser character. Yeah. She was introduced last. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, 1940. I mean, Mickey Mouse was 12 years old by the time they yeah, introduced the, Daisy. Yeah, of the big six, yeah. she's Right. She's the, she's the last one. Right. Um, and that brings us to a couple of other uh, Shorts characters that have, you know, kind of fleeting stuff. Horse Horse Feathers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The he, horse. Yeah, the horse. The horse. Yeah. He's just a horse. Yeah. He was the workhorse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Clarabelle, who Matt thought was cohabitating with Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Clarabelle is actually more interesting, again, on the Paul Rudish cartoon. Well, I mean, um, so, well, she played, so was horse. Well, she played, she yeah. played more a major part more in the early black and white shorts. Yeah. When it was more ensemble. And the yeah. other thing too is... In the Silly Symphonies. And when it was right. the Silly Symphonies, yeah. she was she played a ma- more major part than she does. So did, so did Horace. Right. Yeah. Right, because, well, the other thing too, they were black and white. All the characters were black and white. Yeah. It was easy to kind of have that ensemble. Uh, Chippendale. Certainly not lesser characters. Not, well... Well, they, you know what? No, own, they, they had they their were, own TV show. No, no, no. Yeah. They started out as secondary characters who grew... Many decades after their uh, initial, it wasn't until Chippendales Rescue Rangers that they Sometimes really became a primary. Some crimes. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't until it wasn't until Chippendales Rescue Rangers that they became primary major characters. Right during the shorts era, they were secondary yeah, characters. They were. They were. They were, and they they were, were the foils for Donald Duck. They were foils and they were for Donald Duck. Yeah. Right. Um, and very much in the same vein as like the Tom and Jerry cartoons. 
I mean, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I thought they were annoying. At first, when I first started watching, you know, Disney shorts, I thought they were annoying. I'm not the biggest fan of Chip and or Dale. Uh, I, I I'm a lot more big fan now after well, Rescue after, Rangers. After Rescue Rangers, yes. Yeah. But when I was watching, like, the, 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 one of the Christmas shorts, where they're in the tree... Messing around with the with all the decorations and just like driving Donald and Pluto or was it? Pluto? It was Pluto and Mickey. It, it was, was a Pluto, Pluto and Mickey cartoon. They were driving yeah. Pluto nuts. I'm like, it wasn't really their fault. They they were just trying to find a home. I mean, it was, was yeah, it was their. And house, Mickey got chose that their home for the, his tree. So okay, um, all right, Mike. I'm assuming you're the one who put. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Was he actually in the short with any shorts, or was he? I cause I always remember Scrooge McDuck being um, introduced in the cart in the comic strips and the comic books. Uh, I th- I don't I think, yeah, think I Scrooge was, a- was much of a shorts character. He was a bigger. I mean, his coming out party essentially was uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol when he come to filmed Scrooge McDuck. Right. Oh, debuted the Spirit of Forty Three. And then Christmas on Bear Mountain. Oh, that was the comic book. Yeah. Right. Um, but the Spirit of 43 makes, made a brief unnamed appearance. And he was voiced by Clarence Nash. Okay. It, it's it's weird with... with um, but yeah, he, he became more known for the comic book. It was yeah, the, the, the yeah. Comic I remember book. reading the Scrooge McDuck comic book. Those weird Ayn like, a- Randian comic yes. books. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You go back now and you watch them. That's the, that is modern day libertarianism it, being uh, invented. But again, the, his, like Andy said, his coming out party was was um, um, the Christmas Carol. Yeah. And then Duck a few Tales. years later, it was DuckTales right. that really kind of put his name on the, on the yeah. map. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's it's funny when you think about it that Donald Donald has the most associates oh, of yeah. all of the Disney characters. He's like there's like the Donald, you know, like there's the Bat Family. There's, there's the a Donald quack pack. There's oh, the a quack, quack pack. pack. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the, uh, I think Carl Barks actually made a full Donald uh, like family family tree. Yeah. He's got uncles and nephews and brothers and sisters all up the wazoo, all over the place. No, but very few of them really count. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them are on details. Now, now, is Ludwig von Drake actually related to him, or is he just kind of... I think he's just kind of there. But he was he was one of the originals. I'm sure that ducks are also easier to draw than some other characters, too. They've got that body type down. Yeah. I mean, there's very little deviation between oh, Scrooge's body type. He's actually another of Donald's uncles. Oh, he, he really? is? Yes. Okay. Wow. Interesting. I, w- I just think it's interesting too that Donald is the only one with that speech impediment. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a short. There, there were. There have been two instances that I know of where Donald did something to his voice to change it. Yeah. And there was a short with um, he changed his voice and he became um, like a, a well-regarded singer. Oh, I yes. remember that. Yeah, and he yes. dumped Daisy and all that, yeah. and then. On um, the newer Ducktales, yeah, in the season uh, one finale. Yep, uh, Ludwig gave him. Um, no, the... no, no. Gyro Gearloose gave him uh, the Barksonian, uh, <laughs> trans- <laughs> as in because because there's always been that kind of di- like that kind of odd comparison where in the comics when Donald talks, it's normal. Yeah, he doesn't have that speech impediment, so they gave him this Barksonian thing. The and he actually was voiced by Don Cheadle. Get ready for the storm. I am the storm. 
No, seriously, have you been saying things like that this whole time? <laughs> this is just so perfect. It, was it awesome. really is. Um, is that it for characters? Do we... I've also thrown the nephews as well. Yeah. All right. Here we do it, Louis. Um, they were they were introduced in the shorts. No, they were in the short. They were in the shorts. I found them incredibly annoying when I first saw them. Yeah, and that's all right. Can anyone name Mickey's nephews? Oh, he had nephews. He yes, had nephews. Uh, yes. Yeah, I. Because Donald, you know, God forbid Donald can have something on his own without Mickey ruining it for him. Didn't he only have two nephews? It might have been two. All right, I'm, I, look that up. Yeah. Look that I, up. Because I, I do remember there were smaller versions of Mickey that Mickey and Minnie would have to take care of that weren't their own children. Yeah, I, re- I remember them. I just... I, oh. Because if they're not nephews, it might you might be admitting that your characters had sex. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse nephews. Oh, yes. you found it? Um... Mortimer and Ferdy. Oh, so there's only two. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mortimer, a.k.a. Morty, and Ferdinand Ferdy Fieldmouse are Mickey Mouse's twin nephews. Oh, Jesus. Who looked just like oh, him. Oh, that's right. But the most, weren't they mostly in the comic books? Yeah. They were introduced in the Mickey Mouse Sunday Strip uh, storyline titled Mickey's Nephews in 1932. Wow. So they predate the nephews. Wow. Uh, they predate uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah. Okay. I'm shocked. Huh. <laughs> Looks like they both had uh, Jughead hats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the, uh, the little crown hats. Yeah. So, now let me ask you guys a question. Um, did you, yeah, have you, yeah, I'm assuming you guys have both seen uh, 2013's Get a Horse. Yes. The reintroduction oh, I of saw, all the classic shorts characters. I saw it in 3D at, um, at Epcot. God damn it. Jesus. Oh, is it in 3D in Epcot? Yes, it is. It, it, it the, is the pic- really good God in 3D, too. damn it. Awesome. I'm really excited for that because I told the kids we're going to see that to get out of the sun for a little bit. And if it's in 3D, all the better because I did not see Get a Horse in 3D. Oh, it is such good 3D, too. Oh, it is amazing looking. God, that's awesome. Um, If you're not familiar with Get a Horse, first of all, if you own the Frozen really anything, I think it's on the DVD as well as the Blu-ray, mm. Um, it's the Disney short that was released in front of it. Get a Horse brings you back to the 1920s yeah. series of characters. Goofy isn't in this one, nope. nor is Donald. Horse and Clarabelle. Horse and Clarabelle are both in this, so there's a pig yeah, in oh, it, I too. Yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the pig's name. It's like Peter Pig or something like that. <laughs> well, well, wasn't he introduced in uh, uh, Wild Little Hen, uh, Wise Little Hen? Yes. Yes. Um... And so they start with this black and white short where they're on a big um, horse-drawn hay, hay ride, and Pete's driving his old jalopy behind them, and he's just honking at him. And then he, he spies Minnie, and he, he steals her and drives yeah. off. And it ends up with Mickey and a horse ending up in the real world yeah, in color. They throw him out of the screen. Oh, and it's yes. just oh, you, have you seen it? Though, yes, right? now yeah. I know. Now I know which one you're talking about. But it's just it's so crazy when they keep going back and forth mm. in it, and the way that they flip the screen. And I can only imagine how good this looks in three oh, yeah. D. Yeah. Um, you know, it is amazing. Yeah. Oh God, I'm really excited for that. We have to do that now. Um, yeah, I just I love watching this one. This was also on that uh, the Netflix yeah. series of shorts as well. You you see you, you look like you found something, Joe. No, I'm just I'm just reading up. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what won the Oscar for best uh, short 
animated that year. It, I really thought this one stood a chance, but I don't think it did win. Taking a look. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, you just made me so happy, though, that this is actually <laughs> going to be in 3D. Find it? Uh, the first appearance of Oswald Lucky Rabbit in a Disney animated production in 85 years. Was we'll it Get a Horse? Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. I, 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 I don't I remember seeing him. I, I, he must have been like in the audience or something, but I missed it. Okay. Huh. Wow. Interesting. All right, that's cool. Uh, just, come on. You get it? 86 Academy Award. I'm pulling it up now. All right. I will edit this out down. <laughs> we'll take care of it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Makes for fascinating radio, folks. Uh, it's original song. There we go. Here right. we go. Uh, Mr. Hublot. Okay. By Lawrence w- Lauren Witts and Alexandra S. Yep. Yep, okay, whatever. Never heard of it. All right. Yeah, no idea. That's a shame. That's a damn shame. Well, well, maybe maybe I can get consoled by a Lego movie. Wait, no. Because Lego movie wasn't even nominated. I know, that's true. So anyway, um, yeah, I I mean, and again, everything that we've been talking about is available in some shape or form on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can definitely watch playlists of this. Uh, The Paul Rudish stuff is definitely available in playlist form on YouTube. Yeah. Which is great because most of these shorts don't go over eight minutes. Yeah, Some of them are like three minutes. Yeah, most of them oh. are very, very short. Right, and um, there's going to be a new attraction at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. Runaway Rail- Rail- Railway? Yeah, it's replacing... Um, great Movie Ride. <sighs> I miss Great Movie Ride. Do you really, though? I, I do. Okay. <laughs> I really, I really, I it's supposed to it. open this summer, so I'm a little pissed that I'm probably going to miss that opening, too. Yeah. Unless they do a soft opening, which I'm kind of hoping... In the back of my head, you know, it's like, oh, I hope we get that. Just plan that you're not going to get it. I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm not telling the kids, that. Like, oh, by the way, it might be open, because it yeah. most likely will not no, be. Um, it's interesting, too, because if it's a railway, the one thing I do want to see is I want to see... There's a there's a thing in one of the Mickey Mouse shorts of Goofy wanting to go to um, Idaho to go to Potato Land. <laughs> Because he didn't realize it, it just says, Idaho, America's Potato Land. He thought it was an amusement park. So while he's asleep, Mickey and Donald have to put together an entire uh, potato-based amusement park for him. And I'm really, that's a that's a missed opportunity if they don't include that in that ride. I, I have heard that the uh, like the kind of style of this ride, it's going like to kind of use, utilize 2D in a way that makes it a 3D. Yeah. In a pretty revolutionary way. It's Essentially, it's 4D yeah. without the glasses. Yeah. Which is really kind of cool. Um, and if anybody can pull it off, it's, it's Disney. Yeah. It's the Walt Disney Company, exactly. And only two more years before all the cool rides come back. Yeah. Like Tron. I I still don't know if I'm going to go on that ride. Yeah, Mike. Oh, God. It's a roller coaster. It's going to go like, like 40, 50 miles an hour. I'm, oh, yeah. that's nothing. That's nothing. You drive at 40, 50 miles an hour. Well, yeah, but then I'm encased in a big old block. Okay. Whereas with the Tron roller coaster, you're going to be astride that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking can't wait. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. Hopefully it'll be open by my birthday. Donna, uh, I'll, I'll hold your purse. Oh, jeez. So, anyway, that was our Mickey Mouse 
yeah. our, our Disney. Disney characters. You know, I love April because April's always been our Disney. Well, it's been our Disney month for the last few months, so it yeah. just means it's getting closer to me going to Disney <laughs> or you going to Disney. And maybe next year, Joe will be having this conversation for you. Yeah, we hope most likely. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So Try to keep it on the down low. <laughs> yeah. No, well, the kids don't listen to this. No, what kind don't. of father are you? <laughs> no. Um. This is a Disney short, please. <laughs> Okay, whatever. You can cut that out later. Mr. Nips. <laughs> Nips is short. For n- I'm going to bleep that, you know. <laughs> so anyway, our next episode, we're going to do something. Uh, this is Mike's uh, suggestion yeah. here. Mike, you want to tell the the fine audience what next week's show's, what next episode is going to be about? Well, in honor of such awesome rebate... Uh, Animated reboots uh, as like a, as Voltron, Voltron and like Shira and that stuff. We're going to talk about what shows from our childhood would we love to reboot using modern storytelling techniques. That's a really interesting one for me. It's going to be a tough one for me too because pretty much I live and breathe Star Wars. Yeah, that, that, that's for most of my work. childhood, and that's not necessary. That's not really going to work. No. Right? No, it won't work for me. Okay. For me. I might find some stuff, but we'll have to we'll have to see what that would um, end up looking like. So, if you've got an idea for something you'd like to see rebooted, um, you can let us know by sending us an email at geeksaladradio at gmail um, When we post it up, you can also let us know on our Twitter feed, which is geeksaladradio at Twitter, uh, geeksaladpodcast on Facebook, and if you know us personally, you also have our personal emails and Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. Yay. Um, also, you can check out this as well as every episode of Geek Salad at uh, geeksalad.podbean.com. Download the Podbean app for the full archive or uh, use whatever media player you're normally using. So Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Music. Um, you can get us there. You can also check out these episodes as well as exclusive weekly content on our YouTube channel, which is Geek Salad Podcast. Yep. Uh, we do our retro movie reviews every week. Every once in a while, pepper that in with something else. Which is always fun. Which <laughs> is always fun. Uh, we're getting special guests now, too, which is really kind of interesting. I actually feel like after 10 years, we're a legitimate show. <laughs> so, so why aren't you listening? Yes, exactly. If you're not listening, oh, if you're listening now, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Um, yes, and thank you to all of our new... Uh, our new fans. Uh, we, we have surpassed over 200 Twitter followers. Yay! Woo! So, yes. Yay. So, I, I, I thank you, everybody. And I followed you all back, by the way. So, <laughs> pay it forward, if you will. <laughs> so, anyway. Until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. Go forth and be neutral. We'll talk to you later. Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-R-C there, hi there, ho there, you're as welcome as can be. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-R-C. Make me laugh. 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 Make me la